0: Have you ever thought about doing your own podcast? If you have, the best answer for doing one is Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, posting, and distributing your podcast. Anchor is available to download for your Apple or Android devices, or you can go to anchor.fm. Best of all, it's 100% free and so easy to use. So what are you waiting for? If you want to start your own podcast, download the Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R. Anchor, the best way to make your podcast. This is the Mofobo Network podcast, bringing you the most up-to-date news in the wide world of sports. Now, here's your host, Neil Villapiano. What's going on, everybody? This is Neil Villapiano, and welcome to another edition of the Mofobo Network podcast here on anchor.fm or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. As always, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to check this podcast out and check out this episode in particular. It always means a lot to me and I hope you guys enjoy. And we have a bunch to get through as we always do. And today our topic is going to be the 2020 National Basketball Association playoff. Format. so today is June 5th Friday June 5th 2020 it was announced yesterday afternoon so June 4th that the NBA owners and or teams I guess you would say voted on the play the 22 team playoff format and it was a 29 to one vote with the Portland Trailblazers being the only team to vote against this format so, Because of majority vote, just like with the NHL playoff format, it was passed. Today, as it's about four o'clock or so at the time of me recording this podcast, um, the NBA Players Association at some point today is supposed to vote on it and make an announcement. And as of right now, I do not have any information. There has not been anything that has um, come up, but also a little bit of interesting NBA news. Michael Jordan is donating $100 million over 10 years to organizations ensuring racial equality, social justice and education. And that is pretty impressive. That is the biggest donation I've seen to these charities uh, since obviously with you know, the, the killing of George Floyd and the protesting and the fight to end racism uh, started. Well. It's always been there, but, you know, it's really taken effect over the almost two weeks it's been going on. And if you want to hear my opinion on everything that's been going on and what I feel is the biggest solution to ending racism, go back and check out um, the episode, an episode or two ago, uh, you know, that I made, you know, for this. So please go check that out um, and let me know what you think, just like with this one. But we are going to be talking about, like I mentioned, the NBA playoff format and, you know, let, let's, let's kind of dive into it. So, the NBA Board of Governors voted Thursday, so yesterday at the time of this recording, the 4th of June, to approve a 22-team format to restart the 2019-2020 season July 31st in Orlando, particularly the Disney World Resorts, where they have, um, you know, several gyms, several, like, little arenas in Disney World that are, you know, sponsored. And work with ESPN and Disney. They work side by side. So this is a, this is a, a place that the NBA was pretty big on trying to have it have it the rest of its season, and it looks like that's where it's officially going to be. So that's what we announced. The NBA also said that, like I mentioned before, the vote was 29-1, with the Portland Trail Blazers being the only team voting against said proposal. Now, here's a little bit of the detail. Well, here is the detail of the plan. Under the plan, there will be 13 Western Conference teams and nine Eastern Conference teams that will play eight regular season, quote, seeding games, unquote, a possible play-in tournament for the eighth seed and playoffs at the Walt Disney World Resort. So, to add a little bit more, the top 16 teams in Eastern and Western Conference, like you would see in a normal NBA season, will be joined by teams currently within six games of eighth place in the two conferences. And those teams are the New Orleans Pelicans, the Portland Trailblazers, the San Antonio Spurs, the Sacramento Kings, the Phoenix Suns, and I was about to say Coyotes, <laughs> I got hockey on my mind today, but the Phoenix Suns and the Washington Wizards. So the Wizards are the only team in the Eastern Conference to get to this point as they are the closest team that can still make a run. Now, here is something that we should just mention. Obviously the NBA and Commissioner Adam Silver was trying to make this as fair as possible. Now, when you look at it, you say there's only nine teams in the Eastern Conference and there's 13 in the West. How exactly is this fair? Well, they understood that they couldn't play too many regular season games because the main thing was getting to the playoffs and having a champion and finishing the season. So the NBA, very similar to what the NHL did, but maybe took it a little bit, maybe you could say a step further in saying, no, we're going to have some regular season games. We're just gonna make them very short and and not really throw too many teams in there. As much as I'm sure the NBA in a perfect world would have loved to have had every single team try to finish out their season, so that that was something that um, I'm sure the NBA and the NBA Players Association you know talked about and discussed. But unfortunately, that you know it not everything has been fair clearly uh, when it comes to these decision making. So there are a handful of teams in both conferences where their season. Is officially over. And what's tough for them is that they will not be back until December. And we'll go into those dates in just a little bit. But here's a little bit more information for everybody. The play in tournament will include the number eight and number nine teams in a conference. If the ninth seed finishes the regular season within four games of the eighth, in that case, the number nine seed would need to beat the number eight seed twice to earn the playoff berth, while the number eight seed need one win from two potential games. So I don't know if the NBA is hoping that this doesn't happen. I'm, I'm, I think that they probably would rather just see it kind of go out the way you would see in a normal NBA season. So you know, it's something that um, the NBA put in there to try to, you know, make this, make this a little bit more meaningful, particularly for the teams fighting for the seventh, Eight spots, and obviously with the Brooklyn Nets, Orlando Magic, and Washington Wizards at the bottom of the Eastern Conference, they're fighting for those last two playoff spots. So that that will be interesting to see if we end up getting to that point. Um, here's one thing that also I read that I found was kind of interesting: is that if a team that is invited to Orlando and plays but does not make the playoffs, the record is not changed. From when the season was put on pause. So, what that means is this you could lose all eight games you play, but your record, whatever it was when the time the quarantine started, that's the record you're going to be going with going into the draft lottery. And this was to avoid a team, you know, whatever team that might be, to try to just tank, lose those last eight games, and try to get better odds in the draft lottery. So, really, there is. No, there is no excuse to not go out and play your best. So, even a team like the Wizards or like the Phoenix Suns or the Pelicans or whomever, they won't just be going there saying, oh, let's just play these eight games, try to lose as much as we can, and try to get a better pick. No, they're going to go out there, they're going to compete. I'm sure there's a lot of NBA players that are going to be excited just to have at least eight games to play, you know, and just have a little bit of basketball under them before they go into another sort of uh, break in the action until December um, and not worry about that. So that's something that that I think is very good that the NBA did and I give them a lot of credit for. The NBA also said the season's resumption is contingent on an agreement with the Walt Disney World Company, which owns ESPN, like I've mentioned before, to use the Walt Disney Resort for all games, practices, and housing. So it's good because the NBA, unlike other leagues, has a place where they can go and they can kind of control everything. Pretty much. I mean, most, I mean, all leagues are probably going to be able to control mostly what's going on, but the NBA in particular, playing in Walt Disney World and playing at Disney World Resort, gives them pretty much maximum control. And ESPN is going to have probably, all, if not all of the coverage of this. They're going to be able to control what media's come in, what media's can't come in, and things like that. So the next question is this When will teams really begin? to have some sort of a training camp. Because let's face it, the, the MB, these NBA players are gonna need a little bit of time to get themselves going again after this little layoff. Well, the NBA announced that the teams will begin training in Orlando starting July 9th to 11th, sources said. So that's, that's a little bit of a thing. What, what's good is that the NBA seems to have some dates almost solidified, unlike some other leagues. The league also offered dates beyond the July 31st to October 12th season window. So here's the thing with that. The window that the NBA has right now is they're saying they want to start on July 31st and and they want to end no later than October 12th. But I'm sure that they would also be subject to change depending on certain circumstances. So you have that. And that's really a, um, that's a good thing. Because again, like I mentioned, they have specific dates and things like that to accommodate what's going on. So the next question is about that, about the NBA draft lottery. So with the draft lottery, it is set as of right now for August 25th. The NBA draft is going to be set for three days after the potential last game of the NBA finals. So if the NBA finals goes to game seven, the latest date that the NBA Finals game seven will be played would be that October 12th date. And that means that, that, that pretty much October 15th of 2020 is going to be the official start date of the 2020-21 NBA season. And the 2020-21 season likely is, you know, games in particular would begin starting on December 1st. So that means with regards to free agency, the date that they have for free agency would begin on October 18th. With training camps starting November 10th, though teams were told to consider the free agency date as flexible. So again, all of these dates even though they are specific and we can say, okay, we can look for, you know, when we get to this date or this date, the reality is, is that it's all going to be subject to change because there are so many circumstances. Players could get COVID-19. They may have to shut down operation for a week or two. There's different things. So Commissioner Adam Silver and the NBA in general, long, along with the agreements from the NBA Players Association, have come to say, look. We have to be flexible with these things because we know the type of dangers that could be out there. And remember, this coronavirus is not gone. You have to understand, we all have to remember this. The coronavirus is still there. It's still been dealing. I know that we've seen a lot of really positive things and that's great. We're starting to see massive improvements where people can go out again and do things, but it's still out there. And we still have not found a cure for it. We have not not found a vaccine for it. And everybody still has to practice social distancing and be careful. And that would be my advice to all of you listening to this please be careful out there because this is important you know we're we're at this point because we have done what our health officials have told us practice social distancing washing your hands and all this stuff we continue to do that then more of these type of things will happen and these dates will become more and more likely that they will actually you know happen on those days so here's a little bit more information going back to the going back to the whole plan for the nba here is another thing when it comes to the draft lottery and the draft itself the nba froze lottery odds positions based on records when the season was suspended on march 11th because of the coronavirus pandemic so again like i mentioned any team that does not make the playoffs from the 22 teams right any of those teams that don't make it whatever the record was on march 11th is the record that they have going into the draft lottery that's how they're doing it in order to be fair because they know obviously a handful of teams in the Eastern Conference and only two in the Western Conference are going to be, their season is done and they basically whatever record they have right now is their record for the ending of the 2019-20 season. The 14 teams in the August 25th lottery will include the eight left out of the season's resumption in Orlando and six that participate in the restart but don't qualify for the playoffs, League said. So again, explaining more in great detail as to what I said. And what I like about this compared to what the NHL draft lottery is, where each team that doesn't make it out of the play in tournament, they get it something like a 3% chance to, you know, get the number one pick. It seems like this is less likely for those teams that, you know, are going to get knocked out after those eight games. It seems less likely that they're going to get it. So, and that's, and that's a good thing. But let's look at the the factors on the ground here. The NBA, first and foremost, is the, in my opinion, the biggest sport in the world, okay? I know that, you know, soccer in many other countries is number one, and that's what people play, but I can sit here and say to you that the NBA is not just popular in North America, and I'm talking about Canada, United States, Mexico. It's not, it's popular in South America, over in Europe. In many other countries in the world I mean we just had players over in China to begin this year because why because why the NBA and China have had a very strong relationship now it's kind of gone out the window unfortunately a little bit from some of the things that happened over there but you know we're not going to talk about that what again I'm trying to say is here there are millions upon millions of fans not just here in the United States that want to see the NBA come back. And the NBA has promised that they had no intentions from the start that they were gonna cancel this season. They were going to find every way possible to make sure that the playing conditions to come back were as safe as possible. And in Florida, particularly in Orlando, it seems that things have improved a lot quicker since the virus hasn't been as strong in Florida. And that's why you know MLB is talking about playing games in Florida as well and you know things like that but and also by the way major league soccer is going to be having a tournament in orlando so again it seems like that's a pretty good place for these players to go and play the nba also has said that when it comes to you know confinement like how how free are players to roam around well they are being told that they're allowed to go out and do certain things like play golf or go out to restaurants But can't go too far and for the most part have to stay in their respective hotels. So it's gonna be interesting. I mean, travel costs are gonna go down, are not gonna be as much, which is a good thing. That means the NBA can find ways to save money in different ways instead of taking players' salary, which is always a big thing. And they can kind of keep them together. They're hoping that they could come up with a plan with regards to testing, because remember, it's pretty easy to come up with a format, but after that, then comes the really hard stuff about testing and how you're gonna make sure you don't take enough tests away from other people that you know are like essential workers and the regular you know nine to five type of people and the regular people not the athletes so to speak so those are gonna be questions that will definitely need to be answered over the next couple of weeks so this month it's gonna be very difficult for the NBA because they have to put a plan together because they said early July they want to get they want to get this soon Ju- July 9th they want to get it going so you know we're a little more than a month away. It's June fifth at the time of this recording. So, you know let let's see what happens over that. But the NBA has made it clear that they want to finish the season. Uh, it's kind of interesting with the eight games because again, just like with the National Hockey League, it's you know it's not guaranteed that the play the teams that are in the top eight in both conferences are going to be there after eight games. Now there are a handful of the teams in the top 16 that are going to be there. And the only question is where, what seed are they going to be? But, you know, it's things like that. For teams like the Lakers and the Bucks, their position is not going to totally change that much. Most likely they'll both be the number one seeds in their respective conferences, but it'll be good for them because it'll get them back in the flow and get them ready. Also the advantage is this. And I know that people want to talk about the risk of players getting injured because they've been out for so long. But here's one positive that I think people need to also understand. There are players that are hurting, that were hurting, and were pretty banged up, you know, when the coronavirus pandemic began. Now that they've had a lot of time to, you know, sit at home and recover and things, they're going to be a lot healthier. A lot more players are going to be able to come back and perform at a high level. And we might, it, it would lead to more entertaining basketball. Now, speaking of big name players coming back, I'm just going to throw this out the wind. I'm just going to throw this out here. And I'm wearing a Brooklyn Nets shirt because for those of you that don't know, I have been a huge Nets fan my entire life, even when they were still here in New Jersey. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, most likely, more particularly Kevin Durant, have no intentions of coming back this year. So for us Nets fans, it does stink in a way, but it's the right thing to do because they need to be healthy because the main plan was to be prepared for the 2020-2021 season. So... The Nets, what they have right now is what they're going to have going into the eight games and then into the play. And they are one of those teams that is fighting for that playoff spot. They only have a half-game lead in front of Orlando for the eighth spot, and the Wizards are not that far behind either. So they do have a lot of games that they really do need to play to just get into the playoffs. But start, there are some other big-name guys that are going to be coming back, that are going to be healthy and things like that. But as far as guys like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, don't expect them to come back. Maybe Kyrie could surprise us all, but I think Kevin Durant, even today it's uh, on the score, um, said that, again, he's, there's, no, there's no intentions for him to come back. And now knowing that the NBA season for next year is going to be starting in December, it gives him a lot more time, to, to really recover and prepare himself, which I think could work to his advantage. But a lot of NBA players like, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie and Anthony Davis, who, ha- who have my Zoom background uh, here today, uh, are going to be playing. I'm sure they're going to be looking forward to it. But I think the big thing is simply this. How safe is it really? How much safety can the NBA guarantee when it comes to the health? And I think the NBA is going to get there. Now, here's another interesting thing. The MB, the basketball league in Germany, and I think it's called the NBL, and I could be wrong about that, and I apologize if I am. But they are starting back up tomorrow, and what they have that's kind of interesting is they have this chip that they're asking players to voluntarily have on them that can that can uh, you know acknowledge when contact is made, and that could help them determine when somebody might contract the virus or something else and you know, kind of get onto it as quick as possible. The NBA might consider that. I don't think so, considering the amount of, the, the little amount of time that they actually have before they want to really get things rolling again. But I think it's something to keep in mind and definitely talk to them about because it's a very interesting thing. And the NBA, the NBA definitely wants family members to be able to go with these players, to be there and support them. The, baske- the major basketball league in Germany already said that family members and friends are not allowed. So that's a big difference there. I don't know whether one thing is right and one thing is wrong. It's really hard to tell with an unknown pandemic so many times like the coronavirus has been, you know, since we started. So that's another question to really think about. Um, Let's be honest also, the NBA owners, they're losing money. Uh, Maybe not to the extent that maybe some owners of other teams and other leagues are losing money, but... They definitely want to try to gain back some of the revenue. And the NBA understands that. They also know that the NBA free agency class is going to probably be hampered quite a bit from this. You know, the money that they were probably expected to get may not be the same. You know, Anthony Davis is expected to be a free agent. I think most likely he'll sign another deal with the Lakers, but it may not be for the money that he originally was going to get. And he may not get the money that he was originally going to get anyway so it's it's things like that everything is taking in effect uh from the coronavirus but hearing this format and knowing that pretty much the nba owners themselves agreed to it is a good step hopefully the nba players association at some point today as we are still waiting on a um a final verdict on the voting on that and probably won't be till later tonight um but you know, we're hoping that they accept it and then they can just say, okay, that's out of the way. Now let's focus on making sure a plan is in place for the health of these players, the health of their loved ones and go from there. And they're taught the NBA is talking with health officials all over the country, making sure that, you know, they can make this as safe an environment as possible. And that's what every league in sports should be doing. You're seeing that with different leagues, you know, in different sports all over the world. Basically, and so everybody's gonna have to be doing things a little bit differently, but at the end of the day, the safety of the NBA players is the most important thing. And I think when you look at this whole thing, it's great because look, it's been difficult the last couple of months with no live sports. Millions of people have lost their jobs, may never get them back. A lot of people's lives have been changed so dramatically over just these last couple months because of this virus and will continue to affect them for many years to come. Uh, and it, and it's really been a sad thing and I'm not gonna pretend like I know what that's like cause I don't. I've been very fortunate that with the advancement of technology and doing things like Zoom here, I've been able to still shoot content to you guys and allow you guys to um, to have this to look forward to every week. So I've been one of the few lucky ones while millions of other people are, are fighting just to, you know, you know, get get some money in to keep their family going. But you know, sports as I've learned it being in this business has done such a great job of being a distraction for millions of people for even just a few hours. And if the NBA, the National Hockey League, hopefully the MLB, if they get their head out of their um, you know what's you know, uh, the NFL you know, in a couple of months, hopefully with no, you know, second wave coming knock on wood, um, you know, can, can get going and play. It would, it will really help the psyche of a lot of people to say, at least we have something to look forward to and might, you know, help them get back on their feet in one way or another. And I think that the athletes understand that, but they also want to make sure that their safety is a high priority because, if they're not playing then the then these leagues are not going on so that's the big thing with this um but seeing that yesterday and talking about it here today is great very positive uh, i'm very much looking forward to it um if you want to hear more about what i said uh go check out and i don't i think it's coming out either later today or in the next day or two go check out um the the bottom line podcast latest episode which will which is myself and Jimmy Finnezy, the host of that show discussing uh, even more about what's going on with this format and everything like that. So make sure to check that out as well. But I'm just very happy that the NBA is coming back. And I hope that the plan that they have for the health and safety of these players and their loved ones and everyone else is is really detailed and really good. Um, I expect it to be because the NBA has gone in the right direction a lot of times, even with things like this. And uh, That's my expectation, and we'll see over the next couple weeks what decisions are made and what plans are put into action. With that being said, that is going to do it for another edition here of the Mofobo Network Podcast. Thank you always for just just spending some time. I mean, really, it, it means a lot to me that I have people out there that enjoy listening to me speak about the different topics in the world of sports, sometimes the different topics that are just going on in the world in general. Um, and I appreciate all the love and support from my family, my friends, from all of you guys that listen to this on a weekly basis. It means a lot to me and I'm going to continue to do my best to give you guys consistent, good analysis and coverage of what's going on. And, uh, you know, with sports starting to slowly come back, we'll definitely have a lot more to talk about. So so that's going to be a good thing. But, but again, thank you guys a lot. And if you want to check out more of this podcast, if you're just, if this is the first time you've heard this podcast, welcome as always. And uh, you want to check out more, go to anchor.fm or on Spotify and search for my name, Neil Villapiano. That's V-I-L-L-A-P-I-A-N-O. And, or you could search for the MoFobo Network podcast and you will find it and you can check out all my previous episodes and all of the episodes that will be coming up in the next how, you know, many, many months, um, you know, coming up uh, in the future. So you can go check out that. If you want to check out even more, you can check out the Mofobo Network YouTube channel where I post a weekly video discussing things. I just posted a video on this past Wednesday. So the 3rd of, of June discussing the NHL playoff format. Uh, we'll have more topics just like here in the podcast. We'll have more topics to talk about. And uh, so more things like that. So make sure you like and subscribe to that as well. We also have the Mofobo Network uh, Facebook page where you can keep up to date with the latest podcast episodes and YouTube YouTube videos on my channel that are going up there. So make sure you go like that and check it out as well. If you want to chat with me personally, you can follow me on my personal Twitter at T-H-E-N-V-P-S-H-O-W. And also on my Instagram at nvpqb11. So you can check that out as well. Also, again, I will announce that I, I have joined and I am now the official host of the Devil's State of Mind podcast, which is the official New Jersey Devils podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. And my first episode, which I'm going to be recording in another day or two, um, it will be up on all of their networks on all of their channels on Monday at some point. So we are recording for, ev- we have a new episode coming out every Monday talking about the devils, talking about the sport of hockey. We're going to have a lot of great guests on. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. And I hope you guys, you know, join me on that journey. So go check out the hockey pod net on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, go check them out on Spotify, um, you know, Apple, You can check them out on SoundCloud. It's going to be on plenty of different uh, places. So make sure you go check that out as well. And, uh, you know, take a listen. And I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm also planning on making a, um, a Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook page probably for that account in the next 24 to 48 hours as well. So make sure to go follow those once they are up and running. Also, one last thing, as I always like to say. Go on Amazon.com and search J-E-T-S, pain, 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 The Pain and Suffering of Being a Jets Fan, which is my first written book. It is basically talking about the pain and suffering of being a New York Jets fan. Um, so you can go check it out on Amazon. So if, you, if you're a Jets fan, a football fan, or somebody who's one of those two, or just wanna support me, go check it out. It's available for hardcover and ebook for the price of 19.69. And if you're a Jets fan, you know exactly why i chose that so thank you all so much for checking out this edition of the mofobo network podcast and we will see you in the next one everyone be safe wash your hands thank you to all of the essential workers everybody's working on on these lines to try to help us stay safe we really appreciate it also remember and i'm telling you this please just understand that black lives do matter please you know support Let's end racism once and for all, because at the end of the day, you know black people are just as important as every other race that's on this planet. Just understand that. I just want you all to understand. So please you know if you can donate to these donate to these charities or if you can, you know sign petitions, or you know just watch things to learn and, and get educated and educate other people, please do so because every little bit, help. So thank you guys so much and God bless.